0: Welcome back to Ready Comics Roll. If you enjoy what you're listening to, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
1: I'm the master of the nine hammer, Anthony. I'm a space cowboy. I'm John. And finally, joining us for the first time today, our new member. Mi nombre es Fernando Rao. Bienvenido a la hora de comics. What? (laughs) (laughs) This is Carlos.
2: (laughs) Yep. Sorry. I I just came out of
1: nowhere. I, I had to do it. Why is it now it takes... This movie, this movie to come out, in all of its hype train, Aquaman itself, to say, does DC actually have something now? Do you, do you buy the hype? <clears throat> do you not buy the hype? I mean, well, I've, I've seen some of the stuff, and I'm all like, wow, that looks pretty good. It, the fact that it has Jason Momoa, okay, and it has, uh, you know, a large cast, they're going with a lot of different stuff that looks really good. See, it's it's a pretty
0: face, but is there any substance? Is there is there any personality? Is there any, is there anything more than just we see? Does anybody really well, that's why I'm care you. about? Follow the question, <laughs> Anthony. This is why I'm answering you. your question with a yeah. question because that is my question that I'm questioning. Answer, to it, people. damn it! <laughs> I don't know. I I hope it is. I, I mean, again. I am not really a big DC person, even though I have seen. I think most of them in theaters. just Give it the benefit of the doubt. And it's all been that, and bad. the fact
1: that you love Mad Fat Sharks. Yes, Mad I mean, Fat Sharks.
0: Aqu- Aqu- Aquaman is, of course, one of my favorite DC characters. Yeah, uh, even though I don't, I'm not a really big fan of DC. So, but like I said, it looks gorgeous. I mean, aesthetically, uh, the CGI looks pretty solid, at least from what we've seen in the trailers. Um, I like the fact that it's it's not, they're finally making Aquaman more of a badass versus before yeah. he's kind of just like a laughing stock. I
2: talk to whales. <laughs> well, that, whales. That's, why, that's why I came out and tried to say it was. Who really honestly can say that Aquaman is there? oh my God, I need the I need movie of him. Not just a cartoon or, or an animated adaptation. I'm talking about like a live action with full nine CGI. Like who, you ask anybody, they're going to probably say Batman versus anybody else. And like you said, Aquaman is essentially the clown.
0: But they decided to make him not the clown because they decided <laughs> to make this instead Jason Momoa in the movie. And like uh, and like John said –
2: Aquaman starring <laughs> Jason
0: Momoa. Yeah. No, it's Jason Momoa it's it's starring Aquaman. The <laughs> uh, but then like John has said, mad fat sharks because like I, at one point – I think I even mentioned this in previous cast. I wanted to be a marine biologist and my main study was sharks. So that was always my favorite animal. <clears throat> so to see, at least in the, the games, like in uh, Injustice, that was his special move. He got eaten by a big-ass shark. And even in the comics, or even in the most recent um, DC animated film, it's funny because it was Black Manta is monologuing. Aquaman just like, speaking to fish, Megalodon comes up and just eats Black Manta. Which, if we do not get that in that movie... I'm gonna be very sad. I don't think that I'm is, that that, that's that's that was an epic scene. <clears throat> they need to have like his Black Manta's monologuing. He just gets eaten by a giant fish of some sort, well, Preferably uh, a shark.
1: I'm just looking at, it at this. Like, uh, I think that uh, DC is really trying to go. You know, with with, with the disproportionate like fan basis for how the new Batman has done. You know, with with Batflack or what what they've done with uh, Man of Steel, and then kind of. Batman versus Superman kind of going in the direction. It's done. Why seriously. did you say that name? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, I really think that DC is trying its hardest to kind of front load this movie with really good casting. Okay. Like I said, that it seems like they've really done a good job at sharpening up their CG, kind of like what you said, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're going into... These are some prime villains. They're, they're introducing Orm and Black Manta. Like you're you're bringing in, in the, the same whole, film in last. the same film. Like they're going hard. They're going to literally go if if it's not both of them, which it probably is going to be with the relationship that they've had to where you know, it, you it's going to line up something for the future. Mm. And with this <clears> all-star cast, the only thing that I think that can hurt this is the writing. And from what we've seen in some of the trailers leading up to this, even with the new one, new one very epic, very like you're gonna see action. You know what I mean? You're going into this as a roller coaster ride of an action adventure. You're gonna go through this and be crazy. But then we've seen other trailers that have things on the side of humor. You know what I mean? To at least lighten the tone at least a little bit by like a few hijinks and how uh, Aquaman and um, Mira like interact. You know? It definitely seems like what
0: they, they've listened to the fans in regards <laughs> to, we don't want your grim, dark, life is pain, or nothing but really dark color palettes. And they really decided to kind of take that constructive criticism and kind of roll with it. Or at least that's what it looks like I know, when a movie comes out in the, only a couple weeks. We'll, we'll see for certain.
2: Absolutely. And it does, it does show that, I mean, at least the trailer looks very polished, but as with anything right all trailers trailers look really polished really well but then when you look at it you're like i mean with me when i see a trailer and then i go see the movie i'm like oh so okay so that's a segment they used for the trailer but in the terms of context it's not a very funny scene
1: in the trailer
2: they made it epic and amazing right but then when you watch the movie and you recognize that scene from the trailer it's epic and amazing and then you watch the movie and it's like They took it out of some
1: place that wasn't epic. Well, that's why I'm trying to reiterate the fact that it's just like everything. I mean, I guess I'm letting myself buy into the hype a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And it might just be because of the fact that having Aquaman, which I've never been an Aquaman fan. I've always been on the side of being like, I give Aquaman a lot of shit. Okay? But I know with, with Injustice I know. <laughs> it, with, with Injustice and the fact that like, you know, Jason Momoa playing this character. Um, and I did think that he did a well job in Injustice, just the introductory of him. It was very Jason Momoa-esque. It wasn't very Aquaman-esque, but yeah. it's like <clears throat> it was a, a a refreshing twist to it. Now, that's why I reiterate in the fact that when it comes down to this movie, all the things polished for these trailers in little clippets of being, you know, what they are, whether they're in context or not. The writing, not the acting, I think, is what is either going to make or break this.
0: And not only that, but when it comes to trailers, especially this has been a trend for the past several years, they tend to show you the best parts, and sometimes even the ending
1: itself in those trailers which is right. frustrating yeah. which that's the thing like you kind of <clears throat> see some of the context of what's like you know mira kind of going against black manta and we know that black manta is probably not going to be like the big bad he's going to be the agent of like orm okay and if you've never read an aquaman comic and you didn't know that you know black manta even though he's a major character would have this connection to orm and orm's like, plot to be make sure he is king of Atlantis, then turn off the cast, go read a book. <laughs> <laughs> read a book, <laughs> read a book. Um, but it, it, you're gonna have these connections, Orm, obviously, and you see like the, the fight scene, whether it's a playoff of Black <clears throat> Panther, who's gonna have the throne because you, you come notice back. that in, in the
2: clips of the fight scene, they didn't really animate water around the characters, it was implied because there was a scene where like the I think it was Akuma just punched somebody and when he punched them you saw like the waves coming off of the his hand, the ripple but everything else had no like indication that they were
1: in the water mm-hmm. but it was like implied and that was i actually liked that that was pretty cool but, but that, that that's that's that, that's definitely a cool part that that's like an immersion into it because yeah. you're not going to see if they're deep under the water you're not going to see all these bubbles and, exactly. and waves like it's joined to be like a thicker atmosphere that's yeah. it you know, that's what you would presume. <clears throat> Which is exactly
0: the logic they used when people were kind of complaining about like, oh, how come they can talk in the water sore normally? How does how come it doesn't look weird? They're like, well, that's kind of the reason why. It's because they're deep <laughs> in the water. You're not going to see bubbles and stuff like that because... Uh, they're fish people. Yeah, they're they're breathing they're the fish
1: water. People, yeah. yeah, they're fish people. They're literally extracting the oxygen from the water to breathe. They don't have to make bubbles. Exactly. Fish don't make bubbles unless yeah. like they have like above oxygen. So the physics people read a book. <laughs> and watch I'm probably completely wrong there's going to be some comments below like read a book <laughs> well, well actually
0: see the, the composition of <laughs> yes.
2: what you should do is watch Blue Planet 1, 2, and 3 and you will learn no
1: yeah, no, yeah. Like two and a half hours of each one I'm good <laughs> I normally put that on before like, I go to sleep just to kind of zonk me out it's very soothing by listening to some of the waves I'm hoping that's not what happens in this movie where the ocean sound <laughs> make you feel very comfortable, and then you're like, "Man, this isn't a bad movie." I wake up and right at
2: the end of the movie. Like, what did I do? An hour and a half of just
1: sleeping. Yeah, I, it was a, it was an hour and a half of you getting into nap time. Yeah, like that. <laughs> that would be insane. I, I
0: just love the, the memes leading into this, like the anticipation for the film for some people. Like, he, uh, like the one I think I mentioned before about how you get like this GIF of this average-looking guy, and he's with a fairly attractive. Uh, Woman, and they're like really hitting it off and they're enjoying each other's company and things are going well. And the guy's labeled as DC fans. And then the ladies labeled as uh, Aquaman. And then all of a sudden, and, like it pans over to a door and you see somebody like in a doctor suit kind of like slowly walking in. And then you see the guy who's supposed to be the DC fans like, no. No, and then you see on the doctor's chest it says Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) All the
1: all the scores. It always hurts. It's cancer. But
0: you know what? We've also kind of had that discussion too, and it's definitely something I would um, strongly caution anybody who's listening: is you can't always take Rotten Tomatoes as the gospel truth. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, there's been often that they have praised a movie that's been not so great. And they've taken movies that have actually been quite enjoyable and just given them absolutely, well, pun intended, rotten reviews.
1: <laughs> well, I think that goes for anyone. Because you know what? There have been even times where we've had strong opinions about a movie. And that's not to say, like, you care for one thing, I care for something else. It's all for the individual and kind of their experience that they're they're going through when they're watching it. Something may appeal to one person, it may not the other. Um, And realistically, that's that's why... If the movie interests you, go and see it. Make your own opinion. Yeah. You know that—that's what <clears throat> it really comes down to. I mean, it, when when you go on the internet and you. We don't want your opinion, Carlos. Wow. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Like That almost
2: hurt my feelings if I actually cared about your opinion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's that's exactly what it is. The internet, if you give somebody an outlet, they're going to take it and they're going to take everything from it. They're going to spam that Rotten Tomatoes movie account and be like negative, negative, negative. You know, If they could give it
1: a negative number, they would. I was going to so, say, I, I've seen your computer. You have like five, ten... Rotten Tomatoes accounts just to kind of like reject Venom the movie. Hey. <laughs> hey. What Carnage is not in it now? Negative, negative. You're you're telling me with that just a real quick note. I know we're talking about Agbo man, but um <laughs> you you really have uh what's his name, Woody Harrelson coming in at the end and he's just like, "When I get out, there's going to be Carnage." Out. Like with that party, you sure that, that line alone shouldn't have dropped the score to that, like a negative number? That
0: that party city little Annie wig that he was wearing, <laughs> I hurt so deep inside. That that yes, for me
1: that wanted oh, me I to be given like just to hear that, just to hear exactly <laughs> what he just said it, right it hurt now. Me. I like that movie. I'm going to go buy it on Blu-ray. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to play it outside of his house with a projector all the time. <laughs> there's going to be carnage. I, just there's going to be carnage. There's to going the, to be carnage. Buy
2: the audiobook for the movie and just play it on his wrist. Yeah,
0: that would be as bad because just hearing it is one thing. It's hearing the line while also seeing that horrible-ass wig. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> what, that's, what, oh, that's what really just jabs the dagger in there and just twists the blade. I was like, ah.
2: Oh. So,
0: so
1: here's the thing though. Okay. Ship wrote records though. One of the Fair. One he- <laughs> We're not here to talk about them. Calm down. This is what I said. Side note. <laughs> so, <As laughs> but. Obviously, like what Aqu- the Aquaman trailer came out. Like, uh yeah, no, I'm gonna kill it to death. It's it's Aquaman. Okay? Aquaman and Ziploc boy giving water <laughs> so, to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> those little bags <laughs> that you just put a pop a hole in and put the straw. Like those are good. Those. No, are another, good.
2: another another side note. When I was a kid, and this was like when I was like nine or ten in Mexico. I've actually been there. I lived there for almost six years. Um It is as bad as people say, and it gets worse anyways. Um, so, <laughs> it gets worse anyways. Okay. So. I ordered a uh, Coke from this little stand that had canned Cokes. So like, yeah, real a, Coke, a, a, like. Yeah, it's, very, it's Coke with, <laughs> with a little bit of Coke in it. Yeah. So the lady pops it, pours it into a bag, and then, like, puts a straw in it and, like, knots it. Which, by the way, is a really good knot. But she oh. gave it to me, and I just looked at it like, um, I, I wanted the can. Uh, no, no, not can. She kept the can because they, they recycle it. They yeah, it, they get money for that. Yeah. 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 But she gave me... I bought a Coke in a can, she gave me Coke in a bag.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is the is the moral of the story. <laughs> it yeah. was delicious. That's <laughs> so, but mm-hmm. what what I was saying though is like obviously we had the Aquaman trailer come out, you know, just what within the past week. Yeah. So that came out this past week, and obviously at that same amount of time. Uh, people were waiting in anticipation for Disney to come up, smack Aquaman over the head with a chair, and take its glory by releasing the Avengers 4 trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we don't have anything yet, so I guess I don't... Disney is like... I, I still ha- say it's going to come out right when
0: the actual movie comes out.
1: And the, the trailer's going to completely derail the movie itself. But <laughs> I don't... I, I mean, it, I think that's at least a fair way to present it. Because at that point in time, you're like, you're going to go see Aquaman or whatever like that, and we want to take some glory, but it's not like it's going to steal the box office that weekend. No. The, the, with Disney kind of pulling back and not pulling the trigger on a trailer for the new Avengers movie uh, right after Aquaman drops, it's basically them going like, listen, we're not going to be that much of a dick. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like it,
2: They're gonna save it for we're Christmas. Only gonna, we're only gonna go half zip on this. Like,
1: yeah. we're, not gonna, we're not gonna go full release on you. Yeah, it so it, it's one of those things where it's like Disney showed a lot of restraint by not pulling the trigger on that. Yeah. They really did. They they and I just I've seen all the memes go through. <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen it with like the Simpsons memes. Oh, the Bart Simpson oh, Bart with the chair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's like Homer's in the in the tub, and that's that's Aquaman movie, and then Bart is Disney, the chair is Avengers four, and he's about to smack Homer over the head with it, like that. That's that's the thing. Yeah. There are so many thing. good memes involving, oh, yeah. Yeah. That. but I, I I don't know if like I really like the Aquaman trailer. I'm hyped for it, but I almost think you, you might be right. Maybe the anticipation for the Avengers trailer is enough to make you <laughs> bypass the Aquaman trailer. Because yeah. now I'm thinking about it more and more. And being like, oh, the Aquaman trailer. Fuck it. Where's my Avengers trailer? Yeah. And <laughs> like, then that was their
2: ploy. I mean, if anything, uh, there's some trailers that I've seen for movies where it's literally just the title. It's 15 seconds. You already like, threw in money 200 at the screen. Million. Yeah, exactly. So all they need... Shut up like,
1: and take my money. It,
2: it, I can just imagine the event the Avengers 4 trailer is literally fifteen seconds and it just says Avengers 4 and then it's like nobody goes. Did you oh, see the new trailer? Oh my god. Fair,
0: fair. But um speaking of pulling the trigger, but not in a good way. Daredevil cancelled.
1: That that was oh wait. Was that a surprise?
0: No. We called this. <laughs> we that's what's funny, is we Which
1: which is horrible because again, I'm probably one of the few people that helped the ratings for that show because I liked it and I hate Daredevil, yeah. but I think we had this conversation. We
0: did. That's we what's did. funny. We said we all said this was going to happen, whether people believed this or not. It still unfortunately came to fruition. Now that we had a, a pretty lengthy debate, which we unfortunately did not record with Mike and some <laughs> other people in regards to why this is because that's still the one thing it's oh up for major speculation. Uh, the one thing Mike was saying is oh because of the ratings because a report did come out. That, you know, in regards to Iron Fist, in regards to Luke Cage, now even Daredevil, that the viewership was down a good 52, 2 as high for some of the other shows, 68%. That is a huge drop in viewership. But his argument was due to ratings. But the funny thing is, is well, despite
1: the viewership thing, he, he no. What he was, <clears> his <throat> argument had to do with a different style of ratings. It had nothing to do with the actual viewership ratings. Oh no, it's the it. critics. Reviews. It's critical reviews. And when critical reviews for Netflix, as per his, says that it is a good enough show or a bad enough show, that's when they do it. Realistically, it's showing more and more from the the numbers that have been coming out just like me and Anthony had said it really has to do with viewership the fact that every single season has had a bigger and bigger drop-off now Daredevil <clears throat> clearly had had a slower drop-off over the three seasons then you had Luke Cage in um, Iron Fist just shot itself in the foot with how it started so it's I beautiful. think it was one of those things where you know we, we've talked about in length um, how Iron Fist 2 was an improvement, but obviously it just couldn't get the audience count when it mattered to mm-hmm. keep it carrying.
0: And there's this thing, too, where a lot of people are speculating, they're saying that the reason why everything kind of went south was because of Defenders. Because oddly enough, all these newer seasons, all these ratings are post Defenders. So they're saying that was what kind of soured everything.
2: I mean, now, Mm, i i watched daredevil from season one up until season two and to be honest with you i didn't care about season two and i when i found yeah when i found out that daredevil was canceled i was like that's not cool i actually really liked the show i really enjoyed it the production value just from the first like couple
1: episodes was amazing i'm gonna let you know so i'm gonna miss hallway fight scenes Yes, I am the going single, single action. <laughs> yes, <laughs> toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am going to <clears throat> tragically miss yeah. hallway fights. We teams.
0: still have one more possibly coming, Punisher.
1: Yes, well, Punisher two is going is is, is in the. Mix. That may be our last uh, hallway fight scene. Yeah, Jessica Jones. Obviously, that's still going. So they have those. Well, two did series. they did they start production on yes, Jessica Jones? They did. Okay, well then they're yeah, not going to cancel that yet. Well. It, Let's see. Well, depending on how far along production is. (laughs) Well, this is the one thing that I have to say where Mike may have at least been on on it. And I think we all kind of agreed in the conversation of that. You can actually let us know in the comments below if you heard the previous episode where we had discussed the cancelization of, uh, you know, these other Netflix shows. So you can remind us because, you know, we talk a lot. Um, (laughs) but I believe we were kind of all on the same page when it came down to the fact that there may have obviously been a little bit of sway with Disney because of the fact that Disney at least has gone out on record. I don't remember if it was, um, you know, who it was from or when it was, but I believe I remember seeing an article that directly came out and said, we're going to be giving you more daredevil stuff, but obviously they're alluding to probably, uh their marvel streaming service Mm -hmm. so we're probably gonna see it but in what fashion we don't know and and especially because people or anything yeah it's probably gonna be a reboot because disney's gonna want to (sighs) do they're gonna water it down
0: they they can't have a lot of the themes and a lot of the just straight up violence that i think they can on a streaming service
2: they can't, but then again, do you really honestly think Disney's going to want to put it under their belt and exactly. say, "Yeah, this is what we own."
0: Disney's name is still attached to it. Exactly. You know, Disney's never done anything from Disney with Disney's name on it that's been like rated R or those kind of uh, things. No, they, dude, they, they, they've made us cry. Chewie, that's not Chewy Chewy
1: Chewie, Chewie's ultimate yell out to Han's death, and you say that Disney's not going to deliver something. I said rated R. I'm not saying
0: they're going to go that. I mean,
1: Chewy Pro... Do you remember Tugboat Mickey? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They've done worse. That cheese did not deserve what Mickey did to
1: it. I'm glad for everybody who actually knows what that is. Right. Yes. (laughs) 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 No, <laughs> <laughs> Mickey just whistling over there on the side of the boat. If um, if
0: they don't get that reference, they're too young for
1: you. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like obviously they're alluding to the, the the streaming service and stuff like that. i like I said, me for one, I'm going to technically miss uh, Daredevil because not just I thought the actor who played uh, Daredevil was. Like perfect, he was spot on. Yeah. He was spot on for the character. He was spot on. I really liked the show, and that's hard for me to truly say because of the fact that I hated Daredevil. Oh, the Netflix series of shows, I, I couldn't say I was a fan or, or against or for, <clears throat> like Luke Cage or Iron Fist. I rarely knew Jessica Jones, but I hated Daredevil growing up. I hated Punisher growing up, but Netflix really brought me into actually liking these characters and these storylines, and I'm going to miss hallway fight scenes. And the guy who played Kingpin is also why I'm... D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. If they don't recast him as Kingpin
0: in another one... There there are rumors, rumors, that uh, he may be involved in the Spider-Verse. Not I the Spider-Verse so. movie, but I mean, like, we're talking, like, um, the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Right. Because he was also a recurring Spider-Man, Spider-Man villain as well. Correct. Right? Yeah, correct. And even he was calling for it, because somebody's like, oh, man, we need to see Kingpin in Spider-Man. And D'Onofrio was even just like, let's make it happen. Yeah. I think let's do this. Well, he I, wants know, to do it. I would beat a teenage you, kid, too. You,
1: you, you could put him in several different things. I mean, yeah. could, yeah. if they actually decide to really roll out which I've been harping on for way too long of a time, you know, for the first like, six to eight months of our career doing this, I was harping on uh, Final Fantasy VII. And then, then I started to harp on... The twinkle in
2: his eye just literally
1: just dissipated. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to be when I'm, like... 2055. S- when, I, when, when I'm, when when I I'm like, 70, I I on my PlayStation. When I'm 73 years old, that's when Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to come out. But, no, uh, like, I, I really would love to see a Netflix series for Moon Knight. And you can put... You know, like, Kingpin and stuff like that in those shows, because it's all New York-centric. He's, and and
0: he's, he's definitely tied to a lot of different, uh, of the New York heroes. Yes.
1: You know. So, I don't know. Um, uh, so, going into other things, since we, we've kind of brought down this level of, like, cancellation of whatever. Since we're on a low point, I think we should continue with the low point and kind of discuss the fact that... <laughs> Cowboy Bebop live-action is never- going... <laughs> to I'm gonna this. Use- <laughs> this this
0: uh, I don't even know how I feel. Like there's a part of me that's excited. <laughs> got sick.
1: Because
0: <laughs> because <laughs> Cowboy Bebop is one of my favorite anime of all time. But at the same time, I'm not sure if we ever really needed a live action of it. I mean, this has been in talks. There was the talk of a live action movie a long time ago with Keanu Reeves playing Spike Spiegel, which would be. I I don't know. I still am just even mixed on that alone. But to have this announcement that we're getting it, Netflix is doing it, especially after the abomination that was Death Who Note. We get to play
1: Faye. A very <laughs> no
0: um, God, what's her name? What's her name from Scott Pilgrim? Uh, Which
2: one? The the main the main girl? Yeah, or...
0: the uh, Ramona Flowers.
1: No,
2: that that would not be
1: her. Mm, okay. I don't think so.
0: No. I think she would.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't no. think it would be her.
2: All right,
0: fan cast, let's hear it. Who who'd you put
1: in what parts? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I would say Scarlett Johansson just because they have to put Scarlett Johansson in any anime-related. In any kind of female
2: role. No, no, no. But see, right. this is... This, uh, this, uh, um... Do you want it to get shut down immediately? Like, they're all Asian, but... Then... <laughs> That's what I'm saying!
1: That's okay. I, I immediately threw out the the, the ScarJo card because... Fine. The
2: Corgi should be casted
1: as a Great Dane if you're going to do that. <laughs> Scooby-Doo will be in this movie. rat room, I My <laughs> <laughs> Is gonna be the new Shaggy. <laughs> this, is bad. this is bad. Or technically, it would be
2: Ed. But you I can know. He- I can hear the downvote clicking right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're going to go over to Rotten Tomatoes, the movie hasn't even been out, and you have to downvote this entire thing.
0: <laughs> but again, looking looking at some of the other live, a- uh, live action adaptations, <clears throat> not, not even including Netflix. If you just look at live action adaptations in general, when it comes to anime. It is usually very poorly received.
1: American renditions of the anime are poorly received. You look at a lot of renditions that the Japanese do, such as like Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah, Rurouni Kenshin was uh, the actual uh, Japanese live action interpretation of this was well received. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the Japanese portion of Death Note. Was not as well funky as the American version. That's oh no, like, the Ugh. American version was. So let's, oh, so, yeah. let's,
2: let's so let's go with the uber generalization to even cut it down into smaller pieces.
0: America when, shouldn't <laughs> touch live action. Not even that. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was what I was going. by. let's use Netflix as like the the pin the pin on the wall. When was the last time they've made a live action that a was good? People liked and actually did justice to the original story.
1: American. No, no, Netflix itself.
0: Netflix itself well, um, some people said that um, Full Metal Alchemist, which was Netflix, right. but it was not America Correct. was actually good, from what I understand. Right. So yeah. now
1: we well, have Netflix, one. Uh, live action I think is hard one way one <clears throat> way, shape, or form. Especially if you're conducting out a series into a movie. Anytime you take whether it's live action or not, you take a series and then compile it down to a movie unless it's a special event movie. I think it's hard because you're taking away from that expanded universe and then trying to compile it down into that. Now, when it comes down to live action, I think the only time that English in American acting and, and kind of resolve for uh, writing uh, was done well to turn a cartoon into live action was when they turn Lion King into Black Panther the movie oh yeah <laughs> I remember that, I remember that. <laughs> yeah yeah cause you look at those scenes and it's spot the fuck on <laughs> okay. Okay. okay putting oh, a nice down oh, yeah. <laughs> all, all the beats no, are there my Jeez. issue is, is since we're on this topic I don't see how cause I remember before when they were talking about releasing Lion King as a live action movie and they were telling you all these actors that were gonna be in it I thought it was gonna be like hey this live is gonna action, be a very live action. Yeah, live action live action not computer shit CG that, that's not which what, is not live, live action. action yeah which is still a huge debate right now but that's why I'm saying the best rendition of a of a live action version of a cartoon was Black Panther because <laughs> when 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 you took the if circle. you no go back and watch Lion King okay and then immediately watch Black, and King. I then can then watch Black, Black Panther I can only have my heart broken
2: once stop it but. <laughs> Well, you're going to need to, to see the analysis.
0: To, to be to be fair, you have to, you also have to watch part of, um, Captain America Civil War to, for the Mufasa death. That's, that's, that's <laughs> true, that was very true. But the thing I is, see, it, see, yeah, see, 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 hit. so uh, remember the
1: scene, remember the scene in mm. Lion King when, uh, the spirit of Mufasa was actually talking to Simba? Mm-hmm. Okay. You had that in Black Panther in the spirit world. And they even, they even stop it, yeah. right now. Stop <laughs> it right now. But, you. Stop it! But I mean, to be fair, they're both Disney properties, so it's allowed to steal from itself. But that's this is my yeah, point. Insert on why the meme he... of the guy holding the gun back to his head. With the- <laughs> the <bonus laughs> Don't trust anybody, yeah. not even yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why I'm saying, like, out of any kind of, I like Black Panther. I thought it was a great movie. I scored it really well in, in the fact that. You can draw the parallels between Lion King and Black Panther as a live action movie. Like, that's fair. But instead, they're, they're redoing it as just a CG. And I don't know if, if they're recanting the fact that they originally, I swear they said that they were going to be doing this as a live action thing, just like they were doing a live action for all of their Disney collection. Mm-hmm. Um, to now going, no, 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 we're, we're not doing that. This is a, a, high-resolution version of it. If Simba was in 60 FPS and 1080i video card. I'm still going to cry when Mufasa dies. It's going to happen. I'm going to watch that movie. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> going to watch that movie. Like, but
0: but to the point of the whole Cowboy Beal live action, the only argument oh, yeah, I yeah, will we say in <laughs> its fa- in it's, its favor yeah. is the fact that Altered <laughs> Carbon was something else and i mean that in the best way possible yeah so if they, because at least with uh cowboy bebop versus some of the other anime this is more grounded into a more real, realistic sci-fi that netflix is kind of accustomed to and does well with again altered carbon being a great example of that so if they do it anything like altered carbon we actually might get something really awesome out of this so
1: what you're talking about is basically a darker version of uh firefly
0: uh, For Cowboy Bebop. Well, actually, the funny thing is, there's a, there's a huge debate, funny enough, and even um, But Why Though Podcast made this uh, argument as well about the whole thing with uh, Firefly being inspired by Cowboy Bebop, because Cowboy right. Bebop came way beforehand. But, so. but that, that's what
1: I'm saying. So kind of go full circle. Yes, so the be full that it full circle. <laughs> that, that premise of it, which, you know, absolutely go check out uh, But Why Though Podcast, because they're great. Um, just having it kind of circle back around to having that concept of like... What they did in Firefly, having a darker, edgier portion of it, because even though Cowboy Bebop was very fun, mm-hmm. it still had darker tones and stuff like that. Yeah, there was yeah. definitely some it definitely episodes had a darker
2: edge. I mean, one of the one of my favorite animes that I watched, which at the time it was kind of like either I watched Cowboy Bebop or Outlaw, Outlaw Star, and I really liked it. And Outlaw Star did have a very colorful kind of nuance to it, but yeah. it still had those moments
1: where you were like. Somebody's actually going to die. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, They will die. This is it. Well, do you think, so, though, what the, do, you, do you really think that with the live-action Cowboy Bebop that... Uh, oh, well, it's going to be a Netflix series, right? Yes. Okay. It's so not they, a
0: movie. It's just going to be a series. Okay, because I was going to <clears> say, <throat> if it's going
1: to be the movie, then that one Halloween movie for Cowboy... I can't remember because I... Well, it's I the only been, movie like, they, think... they did. It
0: was just Cowboy Bebop, the movie, yeah. which is also great.
1: Yeah. But I just remember pumpkins floating in the air and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it's been... 10 years since I think I've seen yeah. that movie uh, which now I have to go back and watch I have a Blu-ray we can make that happen there you go right <laughs> I was going to say about to be like date na- oh no, no. <laughs> tell your there wife will, there will be no Netflix and chill there will be no Blu-ray and chill no,
0: Blu-ray Ray and chill. Anthony, you know you love to see no 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 I'm no, sorry no Blu-ray and bang yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Back but yeah, I mean the the other thing too. A lot of people are very critical about is they use a lot of Netflix's previous reiterations of these live actions to say, "Hey, this new movie or this movie that they're gonna they're gonna butcher the story, they're gonna butcher the characters." I mean, everybody continually talks about the whole uh, Death Note situation. Yeah. Oh, man. as we literally, gonna, literally did moments ago. Yeah, and they're gonna continue to use it as a focal point to say, "Well, they're they're taking Cowboy Bebop, they're taking something that's very iconic with a lot of people, yes. and
1: they're." possibly going to ruin it
0: they're going to pull a disney I, they're going to well, destroy the things that we love from i, the I past. think it's
1: like anything else and uh i mean i'm i'm <clears throat> i'm opposed to converting a lot of anime into live action stuff i i'm very opposed to a lot of it but ultimately i think it comes down to who you have as the writer and who you cast as it and the only reason why i can be a champion for letting netflix try to do something um is mostly because of the fact that again It swayed me from disliking characters to liking them just because of how they've gotten things together for like Daredevil and Punisher and stuff like that Um, or unknown characters. Like for me, I wasn't big into knowledge about Iron Fist. I knew of him. I I have friends who are big fans of it, but Netflix really more introduced it to me even though I've been reading comics forever you know so they've done things well at points and then yes they've done things really poor but can they learn from their mistakes can they learn from death note can they learn that we did really bad here <laughs> and everyone hates us for that you the other know thing I mean?
2: too i i've always felt like the internet is a, is a great place to find out whether you're dead right or yeah. dead wrong but why is it that a lot of companies this goes out globally too for like gaming, whatever you think about it, is why don't you use the people that are eventually going to buy things from you as a way of making things better?
1: They they need to honestly get get into more customer research to yeah. really delve into are we heading in the right direction or not
2: because think of it this way the way i see it let's just do again death note again let's use yeah, yeah no we we, we have to yeah let's assume
1: we that, have to kill this thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have <laughs> to write its name <laughs> in the book <laughs> let's assume that i'm
2: the ip owner for death note in its entirety like yeah. i i and a couple people developed it uh, we own the rights we own the story everything and then we go Netflix says, "Hey, give us the rights to make this live action." We go, "Okay, let's make a deal." And then they'd make it and they butcher it. How would you feel as the IP owner? How would you feel of your story essentially coming to a country that may never even heard depends. of it? Depends.
1: Are they going just for a cash grab? That's the thing. I that's love spaghetti, but there's shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: that's,
1: that's a throwback no, from no, you, no. You know. here's the thing, though. This, is, this is, goes back to a statement that I made <clears> way <throat> earlier when it comes down to this. Mm-hmm. When you take a series and shorten it down into a movie, mm-hmm. one way, shape, or form, whether it's anything here, there, animated, not, and you take that series and shorten it down into a movie, like they did with Death Note to make that movie, you're already going to have screwed up, like, continuity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're literally, you, you you have to turn, let's see, how many hours of Death Note is it? not it, like, 40 hours of Death Note? You know what I mean? Throughout the entire series, and you're yeah. turning it into a two-hour movie? <clears throat> so, oh, to, to compact it down, like, you're already going up against a, a, a hard wall that you can't get past, but turning it into a series, a series... Even if it, And if it's going on the path of a lot of the other ones, hour-long, kind of go-by-episode or something like that, and you have the roadmap of the anime and you're drawing inspiration from that, you might have a better chance than turning it into a live-action movie. Yeah. If you do a movie, you have to compare it to a movie. You can't compare it well, to a series. On
0: top yeah. of that, when Japan decided to do the live-action of Death Note, they broke it down into two movies. They didn't do it all just in one. Right. To really kind of help with that. Versus- but that
1: that's also different because American audience has such a short attention span that they want the gratification now. What are we talking about now? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to good movies that we're hopefully anticipating. Yes! yes! The thing that honestly, like the hype train is super real for me. It Dragon we're gonna, Dragon Ball Super. We're seeing this in theaters, right? Brawley, like, yes. We're, we're going to have to find me. the time. We're making, we're making no, because we haven't done a movie review, like, the, the, with well, everything for. Well, you've done a movie review with... Well, uh, no, I was going to
0: say, we need to do Spider-Verse, too. That's true. actually coming out we're, since we're already in December. That's right around the corner.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, like, Dragon Ball Super Brawly yeah. comes out this month, but in English in January. January, yep. So... Uh, actually, let's see, today is the second, so five days away for Japan, I believe. No, five di- no. Twelve days away yeah. for Japan, I believe. I believe it comes out on the 14th. Let me know in the comments below, but I'm pretty sure about that. Um, yeah, no, no, So, Toriyama, which is great about this movie, is the fact that there it's Toriyama's twist on Brawley. It's okay. canonized. He's whether you canonized like it or not, now. Raleigh's canon now, baby. Yeah, Gogeta is officially canonized now. Oh my god, the Vegito fanboys are like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a Vegito fanboy, but the simple fact that either way, when you finally go, listen, Goku and Vegeta are going to fuse and that's how they're going to do it, you take away the debate on whether Goku or Vegeta is better because it's just that character. Exactly. <laughs> by, by either dancing together... <laughs> or, or putting on paired earrings and just matching fashionably, <laughs> <laughs> like which, it creates the one character. Which, there's actually
0: a hilar- there's actually a, a hilarious um, gif I've seen of when Goku's putting on the Porter earring on one side, MG's putting it on the other. Goku was accidentally facing the wrong way when he put on the porter hearing, so Vegeta's like, "No, no!" <laughs> it's just like they were they were they were uh, coming towards each other, front to back. You know? mm. <laughs> <He's> like, <"No!"> <laughs> <laughs> so they finally combined to become Vegito and then they're they're looking over and they're just like, "Let's pretend that didn't happen." And they're like, "Oh no, dude! I already, I already posted this up online." <laughs> <And then laughs>
1: Horrible,
0: horrible, But this is the way I look at it It's like, okay, so you already have this one awesome cake And then you have mm-hmm. another awesome cake All this is, is this more cake for everybody That's that's what, the way I look at the Vegito versus Gogeta debate This is not, nobody's getting less of something It's everybody's getting more Everybody's getting something
1: Well, I, I think it's just simple fact And this is funny that I actually agree with you for once I uh, <laughs> was wow. I'm not yeah. Mike. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> no, I know. Actually, most of the time we do agree with each other. On so- especially on time. Dragon Ball. Yeah, especially, yeah especially, <laughs> especially on Dragon Ball. But it, the fact that they've had Vegito now in continuity because of the the anime. And now you're putting Gogeta into it. Realistically, this, again, just further shuts down the base. It's just like, listen, both characters are real now. Yep. There is nothing. Like, j- just... Just deal with it. Like, Arguments invalidated. I yeah, think. You're, it doesn't matter about Gogeta or Vegito. Like, it's still the same classic debate. It's not Vegito versus Gogeta. It's still Vegeta versus Goku. Okay? Yeah. And that's it. And just what it comes out to for that. But having them both in continuity and now bringing Brawly into it where before the homage with... Uh, wow, I can't believe it. it was uh Kefla yep uh you know trying to kefka kefka <laughs> but <Bloody> uh <laughs> Khalifa <laughs> 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 you know having having that go through and what they're gonna be doing in this movie one animation looks great yes. the fact that they're pumping out this thing they put so much into it not just not just uh visual mm. art but we've seen it like i, I follow Chris Savit on on Twitter you know what I mean like the work that he's putting in. In overtime to to get that movie out for English release, you know what I mean? Like, they're they're going hard into this movie.
0: Especially because there's usually a huge gap between what Japan gets and then what America gets. Mm-hmm. But now, really, it is only a matter of a few month. weeks'
1: gap. Yeah, it's like less than a month. Right. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, that's it's amazing that they're really putting that much effort to it. But exactly, to really harp on what you meant... Uh, what you said about the whole animation. Like, this is the one thing that a lot of people really were very critical of when it came to Dragon Ball Super as a series, is they got really lazy and really sloppy in a lot of episodes. On
1: certain episodes, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so you look at this <clears throat> movie now, and it is absolutely gorgeous. Like, all these people, all these naysayers looking at it, like, oh man, why couldn't these series have been this good? Well,
1: I think that's a stupid question to ask no matter what. It is because it's a movie versus a series, which is ongoing. And and you're going to put your major guys on major episodes, your major animators for major episodes compared to just like your filler episodes, (laughs) and you're going to be like, there doesn't need to be as high impact animation, you know, and I've even been critical at some points about the animation, like why couldn't they just at least be more consistent but mm. you can understand from a business standpoint, yeah, why you would do that. And then coming into this movie, of course, it's a cash grab, grab but it's a cash grab that we all can't. Leave well, no, no, listen, yeah.
0: but I feel it's even more than uh, uh, even a cash grab no, because it, it's nothing more than a cash. Grab. No, because we, to, to be fair, do, do you know Toriyama for the past yeah, like thirty? Well, years? Yeah. Like, well, it, it, it is it's a cash. I need all the money. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's it's not for him to make money. But I'm saying there's at least something more add to it, so it's like it's a cash grab. but At least we get we get some benefits
1: out of it versus oh, it being purely a cash well, grab. Well, I think the people who are going to get the most benefit out of this movie are the people who were diehard Brawly fans for forever and a day mm-hmm. because they've been saying like because no matter what the debate between someone who is a Vegeta fan and someone who's a Goku fan, <laughs> and we go back and forth yeah. and they're like motherfucking Brawley and it's like shut the fuck up no <laughs> no you don't count because your character's not real yeah. now these are like I, shit I think
2: that's the other that, that's the other issue too is a lot of these people who enjoy these characters who are essentially the black sheep of the series or non-existing characters I think that's why people that love Goku them that Goku black of the series
1: yeah. <laughs> God, anyways pun.
2: <laughs> well, like, like, like that character. Yeah. Like, like you could say it. I'm not. But like that character. Like the the reason why people love those characters or why they have such a following or devotion to them. Now that they're being accepted as canon, they're like, well now I don't like it because now it's not the black sheep of the series.
1: It's not, right. It's not edgy enough. It's not
0: it's edgy, a, it's, exactly. It's not edgy. Or it's like, a, now I'm no longer, like... Oh, I'm part of liking, the in-crowd?
2: I don't want to be part of the in-crowd. Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. I don't want to yeah. be part of it. I'm going to stick with Krillin. But at least what's... Uh, <laughs> Krillin is
0: amazing? Yes. Don't fuck with me. Yes. I will beat you. <laughs> yeah, you want to shit on... You want to shit on uh, Lord Yamcha. That's one thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. But in regards to... Fuck with Krillin. I i'm it, so
0: these Sable Man are worth three raddits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we
2: gotcha-
0: <laughs> regards to Dragon Ball Super I Brawley, know. we're actually getting a-, a decent amount of lore. We're getting the whole yeah. tie into you know, Frieza, the Saiyan race. So there is some slight retcon, which is kind of making some people sad. Like the whole Bardock thing, what they're doing with him. Um, yeah. but like the redesign for Brawley, his story, it seems like they're giving a character that was just, yeah, right, And giving him <laughs> a little bit more depth. Well, it, and the thing is too, <laughs> it, protein it, it, <laughs> it,
1: it seems to be, um, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Vegeta fanboy, but I think they've actually done better with Brawley's, um, character motivation. Yes. Because in this movie, I don't know if you've seen anything, Carlos, but, uh, the, it's, Actually, more like Brawly is trying to seek revenge or go after Vegeta more than he's going after Goku, mm-hmm. yeah. and it has to do with that uh, like connection to Planet Vegeta. And well, yeah,
0: because like that. at that point, what it was is your son is too powerful, kill him. Y- yes, it's like you need to get rid of him versus it being mostly just oh, I, hate I made Kakeru. him cry. Yeah, because <laughs> his, his crying kept me up and it drove me insane. And that was such a horrible motivation. Versus now, it's you know. You were supposed to be killed because the fact that you were a threat to the throne.
1: That is such right. a, a more epic and which, reasonable which, motivation. Which I do like the fact that uh, I think originally we were looking at this movie and it was coming out and we almost thought that he was going to be like bio brawly because he was supposed to be like genetically made. Yep. But I think they've really gone back on that and I, I could be a little bit wrong. I don't think I've seen every single trailer. But the fact that no, he he was... He's either, legit born. He, he was legit born and it's going through that and they've corrected his... Motivation, mm-hmm. so it, and it just makes more sense that way. And there's just so much stuff that people wanted to see too. Like we're
0: actually going to see Super Saiyan God Vegeta. We're actually going to get that in the yeah. movie as well. Yeah, man. Uh, we're getting Gogeta, which is what a lot of people are calling for. We get to see him in base form. We get to see him in Super Saiyan form. We even get to see him in blue. I'm wondering if they're going to finish him off in uh, blue beyond. That would be interesting. That would be. So that was something Vegeta is able to attain. It.
1: And so, that's it. That's, that is literally the, the, the difference between Goku and Vegeta right now is the fact that Goku doesn't have instinct and that's a
0: good point though now you got me thinking here what happens if he goes ultra instinct what if because remember goku wasn't able to use it anymore but what if by fusing with vegeta it allows him to maybe tap are we back going into back it?
1: to our theory video <laughs> oh, <shit. Yeah. laughs> but seriously highest viewed video that we have Oh my god, it is. listen tone it
0: down okay <laughs> but how how awesome would that be if that's what it like that kind of Re, or it unlocks, at least temporarily during that fusion, the ability to tap into Ultra Instinct again. What if that's yeah. the way to finish it? I mean, it's more likely not. It looks yeah. like they're probably going to finish it
1: with blue. Right. But
0: that would be cool.
1: Well, I, I just look at it this way because it, it seems like, even though in this movie, you know, there are points where you can see Raleigh escalating and escalating and escalating, mm-hmm. which is really cool to see. Instead of just seeing him come in and be like, I'm God and stomping everybody, yeah. Yeah. it seems like as the fight progresses he himself is adapting to the situation very quickly and he's able to become stronger and stronger and stronger I think that helps too because in
2: terms of like a combat dynamic like when you when you have when you take somebody who's on equal level than you and they become better than you then you yourself want to be better to beat them going back and forth it's, and broly already coming in as like i can pinky punch a planet right off the bat kind of delevels it makes it okay well we already know he's at level 9000 i'm right. over here at 1 so i like
1: the fact that he is a character who has like this limitless power you know what i mean that that kind of you can he grows into it and set it gradually like we were going with it, instead of just like you said pinky punching a planet and making it blow up yeah. No, and I agree with both,
0: both of you completely because it, that was my one of my issues with the brawly movies. One, it was kind of slow, which was uncharacteristic for a Dragon Ball film. And then on top of that, it's a, besides the motivation being kind of dumb, but the fight was exactly like what you said, Carlos. He was powerful enough to pinky punch a planet right off the bat. We're so totally
1: coining this, just so you know. Pinky, pinky punch, pinky, pinky, pinky punch planet. Punch planet. That's it. Carlos <laughs> so <again, we're laughs> yeah. start yeah. started something. Pinky just just pinky so you know, planet. just so you know, we're, we're coming Three out with P's. new t-shirts. t-shirts. We're pinky coming P's. out with new t-shirts about broccoli, uh, broccoli, broccoli. broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will be oh, a no. picture of broccoli going like like in the broccoli uniform. He's I mean, just pinky punching a planet. The <laughs> <laughs> but triple P. But he's gonna do the big P.
2: Oh, no. Oh,
0: no. but i mean that's that's far more interesting it's better writing than just you have somebody who's uber powerful who's nearly unstoppable because then you already know the outcome is okay they're going to find some way to become just as powerful and they're going to beat them versus okay it's a bad nice back and forth uh, fight it's almost like a, a boxing match yeah or even just like an mma fight it's, it's more interesting when there is that back and forth
1: well, it, the the fact that it's an unknown, the fact that he's growing into it, the fact that literally they're 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 not just they're like, hey, listen, I can I can feel this limitless like potential, and let's get into it. Th- this is the driving force. This is the combination of what what sayings are ultimately about, anyways. Yeah. Which is why I went from going, I don't want another Brawley movie, to going, oh, give oh, me I can't this wait for movie. this Brawley movie. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I completely. You know, 180'd on this and just went over and was like, yeah, let's do yeah, this. because
0: originally we were hoping this was a new Saiyan. This is going to be a new story. This is going to be something interesting. then the second, exactly, when we heard that was Brawley. What was his it name? It kind of took the wind out of our sails out, a little
1: bit. Out of Heroes, the new, one of the new Saiyan villains, um, uh, she, Kaba. Or Cab or, no, because Kaba is from the other universe. Kaba, yes, that's no, number no, six um,
0: um, Sh- It's s- Shallocker. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I forget yeah, his name. Because he's a shallot. Yeah, Shalit I think actually that may be close to his name if not his actual name. Right, right. But
1: I, 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 <laughs> I was almost thinking that Shalit was going to be the new Brawley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But when when we're talking about like things that are just great, like this movie, it's just going to be a great beat up and stuff like that. I think we have to look at what like this anticipated beat-em-up fest would be, which is you know, Super Smash Brothers. Super
0: Smash Bros. Ultimate! (laughs) I kind of feel like you should have said that, Carlos. You would have made that more epic.
2: Super Smash Bros. Ultimate! It was just slightly different tone.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was just, that was just the, the translation. But but you said the same thing. It doesn't El matter. Super
2: yeah.
1: Look <laughs> yeah, at yeah. it this way: you're gonna have so many characters. Where are the people with like the the luchador masks?
2: I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, well, you do have at least a, a wrestler-based character with a, a, but an, a Incineroar. It's
2: like a ninja. Yeah. and he looks
0: like a. Well, Greninja is going to be in this again mm. because Greninja was a character before. Uh, that's the thing: is everybody who was in any other Smash previously is back. They have the entire roster and then some. Mm-hmm. But you, as regards to wrestlers and that whole joke, is, yeah, you have, <laughs> you have Incineroar. Incineroar is your your wrestler for this
2: kind of so match. I'm gonna, up. So I have to switch my uh, my character from. Uh... What's his name? Oh my god, I completely forgot his name. Now. There's just so
0: many. There's just So many now.
2: Yeah. So
1: who who did you play mostly? in
0: Well, I, Smash Brothers? well, like I said, my, my whole intro to this episode was the giveaway. It was uh, Mr. Game and Watch <laughs> oh, that's
1: right, hit, hit, yeah.
0: hitting everybody with the nine hammer when it was most crucial. I, I, I've I, only yeah.
1: ever known like one or two people to ever really play Game and Watch. So yeah, yeah. because
0: he yeah, the part of the reason why uh, I I picked him is because he is great counter. Oh, for a lot of people, yes. But no, he's just he's he's difficult to master. It's that innate challenge of really learning how to utilize him in a match, and he's got me out of a a lot of really tough situations. And especially, like I said, with the luck of the nine hammer. I remember <laughs> playing against Tim one time. He was Zero Suit Samus, which is such a
1: pain in the ass to fight. Which against. is funny because actually, Samus was one of my strongest characters. Yeah. yeah. Whether whether in regular like the actual Samus regular suit or Zero Suit. So. But zero
0: suit, zero suit, was just so quick and just such a pain in the ass for a lot of people. I remember it, it was a close fight between the two of us, and it was like that final anime style, both charging each other last second. And I was just, I just screamed out, Nine hammer!" And funny enough, it was, it was like nine hammer, wham, instant knockout. I won the match, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> fair, fair. I so,
2: started playing when I started playing Smash. it was on the N sixty four, and I, my favorite character to play was was Link at the time. Then I see why Oh hedge clipping, yeah.
1: Mother- it could be <laughs> worse, it could, it, could, it could be it
0: could be Toon Link or Kid Link, yeah. Mm-hmm. Either it's way,
1: worse. they all cut grass, yeah. <laughs> That was that's why I like them <laughs> yeah, I They were so fast, they were just
2: but my favorite thing to do was just to pin people up against a hurdle wall and just sword stab, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Once they're there, they're done. They're well, not, no, one better. of my
1: favorite things to do with, uh, with Link, aside from the fact that you can just like you know do the hurricane yeah. spin with the sword, was. I love just pulling bombs out of your butt and tossing them at people. Yeah. Just just to annoy the crap out of them. they're doing something, and you're like, ha boom! Oh, you know? Speaking
0: speaking of annoying people and just trolling, one of my favorite things to do is either with Kirby, which Kirby was my original main from the very okay, first fair. two Smash Bros.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh was the biggest troll
1: is Pikachu. I I if you're doing a Thunderbolt,
2: like, you just fly over people, and time it right, and well, shock them. Not <laughs> even
1: that, dude. His little like spin Thunderblitz. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, the the
0: thing with Kirby, though, is when you suck people up and then you walk off the side of the map. And then what's even worse is after you fall fall far enough, you spit them out star style as far away as possible so there's no way they can do the up-B recovery. But then as Kirby, you can puff up and you can totally make it away. So they're always going down. Or if you really want to be a dick and you don't care if you die... As Donkey Kong, same thing. You do your grab move, you put them on your back, and you just walk off the side of the map.
1: <laughs> you, I have two lives left. You have one. Guess who's winning? <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> you <laughs> ensure you <laughs> ensure the victory. It's double edged sword, but you know you're taking away the W. In yeah. The new, in
2: the new Smash, which uh, I think Lil Mac was the one that I played the most because yeah. I just I don't know everybody, everybody, every single person that played that game with me or played it, quote unquote competitively. Which I don't know how couch co op is competitive now, but whatever. Um everybody saw Milek like, was the worst. Don't, no, to listen, play.
1: don't take away the only way I can play a sport right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only ticket to esports, yeah. man. <laughs> esports. Right? But, like every person that I played, which
2: I'm not much of a fighter game, like if like the only competitive game that I ever played online that I can even even think of was dead or alive, and everybody knows why.
0: Because it's Counter City?
2: Anyways. Oh, duh. Uh, <laughs> But jiggle physics. <laughs> jiggle physics. But J- um, jiggle physics. Little <laughs> is my favorite character to play, mainly because I'd always like give everybody that one knockout counter move and ee, But everybody told me like that character sucks. Why do you play that character? And I'm like, more reason for me to want to play it because you don't like him. Yep. So When he knocks Absolutely. you, yeah, you're gonna get mad. Absolutely.
0: But what I think <laughs> what's really cool is not only just the huge roster that we're getting, plus the fact that Nintendo's kind of. Jumped on the DLC bandwagons. So we're getting more characters, more stage, and more music. Which is kind of, eh. but is the fact that when you were looking at this, they've even given us a full fledged crazy story mode, which almost kind of feel if you watch the trailer for it is like Infinity War.
1: Yeah. <laughs> my my only thing is, and actually, we were. Kirby's kind of, the only person that survived. Yeah. We were <laughs> we were kind of shy, like slightly mentioning this earlier, is the fact that when you look at Smash Brothers, this new one, you almost feel like this is. This is the, not just the, the culmination of everything that they've worked through in the past, but this is kind of like an ending phase. Like, you almost feel the final like they're not going to do anything after because <clears throat> this has such an eclectic group of characters. You're getting at every character and every base that has, like, realistically ever touched a, a Nintendo platform, uh, you know, for this. And with having a a, you know a diverse story having all these characters having basically downloadable content to kind of extend the life out so you're trying to get as much as you can until ultimately huh it ends <laughs>
0: you're still not getting luigi uh, waluigi people don't even think about it <laughs> no
1: the other
2: thing too is now that you mentioned that is this could easily be uh, a massive bait and switch too because claiming... shut your mouth like a game and watch basically this way from the from the from the perspective of like shareholders you know if you sell if you're making this and you're pointing it out as being the final of that series that doesn't mean much because let's assume that they create another character that like final fantasy right they could easily take the following games for the next i don't know 100 years and put it in this Ultimate Smash, and create more DLC, more, character, more characters
1: to add on. If that's what they're so, selling to the Nintendo shareholders, I, it, two of, two things. If that's what they're selling, Nintendo is counting on the shareholders to either be dumb, or the shareholders are dumb for believing that. Yeah. Because Which both are entirely possible. Because when a game like that comes out where they're like, no, 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 you don't get it. This is going to be the long haul. It's going yeah. to be one game, and it's going to stretch for ten years. Yeah, no, it 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 doesn't it doesn't work like that. Well, I, it's I mean, going to be it's going to be a cash grab like seventy. Yeah, I was saying, this I was <laughs> What you, do you say? The, the, the promise
0: of this lasting for yeah. ten years and this would be in the long run. Uh, I was actually, uh, that's exactly where I was going to go with the I think, joke. Yeah. I was going to say, this isn't Fallout 76, Johan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, I literally they, just got ra- radiation poisoning. Oh yeah, right? God. <laughs> the,
0: the, the Fallout episode is coming, by the way. It is, it's going to be a big one that you're not going to want to miss for several reasons. But
1: yeah. in regards to- I fall, was going to say, we are going to have like uh, Tim yes, on Tim, that Yes, Tim's episode. definitely going to be on <clears throat> there. Um, oh, thank you. I want to shatter him. <laughs> no, don't worry. He's already shattered. Good, yeah, it makes <laughs> <No>. it easier. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm going to give it away. I think that's going to be an episode where it just shits on, like, Bethesda. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, yes and no. I mean, gonna, we are definitely going to give them the, uh, a good gut punch. But we are actually <laughs> going to cover our, our love, or at least, uh, especially for Tim and I, our love for Fallout as a series. Even if uh, 76 and some of the more recent iterations weren't exactly very great. Yeah, but with that well, I mean that being said, yeah, Fallout 76 promised a lot to the extent that we are actually seeing a class action lawsuit against them Two, As a matter of fact, as Carlos brought up, one is over the collector's edition. I don't know how you guys would feel if this happened. This almost feels like the <laughs> I Infinity. Didn't buy it. I don't know I'm saying. <laughs> if, I mean, if you're if you're in these people's shoes, yeah, yeah. I will almost... be when Final Fantasy Remake comes yeah. out. <laughs> well, this is almost like the the. Uh, Marvelous Capcom Infinite all over again. Remember how they the collector's edition promised this sweet-ass box that had the Infinity Stones in it? And the Infinity Stones looked like they, they were these translucent, awesome-looking actually looking stones. And said you got the Infinity Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you yeah. went to open it up, it was bad.
2: Yeah, it was really bad. I've seen the images for them. Was, uh, uh, that's kind of what happened. They went to Dollar Tree and they grabbed an egg. They're like, yeah. cut half, glass, paint, done.
0: It's not even glass, too. That's what's funny is it looks like. like yeah, it's like it's like the Easter eggs. It's yeah. Like not even an exaggeration. But that's kind of what happened with Fallout seventy six with their collector's edition, which now people are suing them for. It's a huge class action lawsuit yeah. because of the fact that it was supposed to be a canvas bag, which canvas is a very nice material kind of bag, yeah. instead you got this really crappy trash bag nylon bag. And then somebody actually reached out to Bethesda's customer support. And they're like, hey, look, you know, the prototype ended up being far too expensive. We end up going nylon instead. We don't plan on fixing this. Yeah. Which is a horrible statement to make customer service-wise to people who
1: – that's that, I was buying it for this. Yes. That and is a lot false advertising Exactly. That, that is that, false advertising Which is Simples what people are
0: going for. So you, this is why anybody who's still listening at this point, I would caution <laughs> – <you. laughs> uh, 76, I'm done. Fuck it. Uh, episode's over. <laughs> exactly. Let's uh, talk about this nonsense. Uh, <laughs> fuck this. But what I've it, lived it. I'm done. So <laughs> there is a legal loophole that keeps you from suing Bethesda. If you accept the five hundred atom that you're offering, which the translation of the five hundred atom is less than five dollars five US dollars. Yes. So already is a bullshit compensation to begin with. But if you accept the five hundred atom you legally are not allowed to sue them because that is considered compensation for what has happened. Yep. Do not accept that 500, Adam, if you plan on going in on that class action lawsuit.
1: Uh, I do believe legally, though, if uh, the language is too difficult, then technically you have a loophole for their loophole. Uh having a contract that isn't in plain English to a consumer makes it automatically uh, kind of canceled in terms of contracts. So I've not looked over the language of what Bethesda has put out, but if it clearly states by taking this, you are agreeing to not do that, if it's in plain enough English to understand, um, then they can get away with it. If not, then it is I mean, have you heard not- about
2: the, the verbatim... Uh, over the fact that if you downloaded the game, which by the way that was the only way you can get the game, uh, you you essentially waived your rights to refunding it. There's yeah. a, there is an actual clause in the yeah. terms and conditions where if you download the game, which again every single person that bought this had to do it, you are all automatically waiving your right to refund.
1: I think legally they're going to have a problem with that as well. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Because uh, the moment that you take if it, the moment <clears throat> that you neglect any other option. And you force someone to do something like that because that's the product that they're hoping to get and you're not giving them a chance for uh, compensation for a bad product, a faulty product or anything like that, then the courts might have a problem with that. The other issue with that, though, is the fact that if a lot of the verbatim that was used in the
2: actual E3 trailer as well as the documentation, this isn't even a completed product. Nope. So that's also the argument. The licensing agreement Holy crap, Bethesda works for EA? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but, and Whoa. The,
2: the contract states that you once you download the game, they're licensing the game out to you, so you can't, you know, you void your your rights to refund. But it's not a finished product because everything you read on there is that you know this game is not finished. So. Why would you sell it as a finished product for a finished $60 price point when it's not...
0: They should have just called it an early access and they exactly. really would have had you in a vice grip on your balls. That's right. very true. Because
2: early access does tell you there's some of them are DMCA'd, some of them are open to recording uh, and all that. So. Uh,
1: their, their biggest counter to everything is going to be the fact that because they say it's an unfinished game, but it is an open world game, thus being able to upgrade as they go for their servers Correct. is where it's going to come into their biggest problem, but... I still think that they're going to have a problem with people who want to <clears throat> return the game, okay, because not allowing a customer to do that and go, this is a product that I'm not happy with.
0: A dude already trashed a GameStop yeah, because he tried to return yeah. Ballot 76 and they told him no. Yeah. Well, that, that's, GameStop ballistic. is just evil. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> But oh my god! Take it from a, a former employee. Uh, former, former employee.
1: Yeah. Aren't you under an NDA? <laughs> Shut up. No, they'll never find me. My name is Juan. Uh, I live in Texas. Yeah. Right. This but, is being recorded in Texas right now. Huh? <laughs> we are we are on
0: location. We've taken the flight out just yeah. so we can get Juan on here.
2: Yeah. Just <laughs> insert holi- helicopter sounds in this part. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean,
0: as far as Fallout 76, uh, the joke is this is peak Bethesda. Because it is absolutely riddled with glitches and issues. The one thing I will say, though, is when people complained about the three nukes getting launched at the same time and crashing in the server, I don't think that's something that they ever thought to quality test because nukes were not supposed to ever be that easy to obtain. This was truly like a one-off Troll thing that happened because there's people. For everyone's we're talking about the internet. How many? How often are you going to see people come together this well to work as a team to accomplish a mission? Only when it comes to trolling or pulling something that's douchebaggy, which is exactly what it was.
2: But by the way, the the, the video that pointed out the three nukes, uh, they purposely launched them so it looked like a penis on the map. <laughs> <laughs> if you watched the video, yeah, the, it it looks like a really misshapen. <laughs> Yeah. See, <laughs> further, further
0: proving my point <laughs> that that's a
2: dick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that's <laughs>
0: that that's that's one thing. It's like whatever. But some of the other glitches I've seen in, in videos and well, that Mike has experienced is like yeah. inexcusable. There's also a lot of reused assets that they've taken from Skyrim and even Fallout Four. It just really seems like this was not. Truly worked on this was just a patchwork Frankenstein
1: of a lot of stuff that already existed, right? And then they added maybe a little bit more to it. Well, I think to to kind of save it because I think we're 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 pretty much going to end it here today because, like you said, we're going to have a Fallout 76 episode. We'll oh, just Fallout episode, yeah, yeah, Fallout in general. But I guarantee there's going to be a lot of conversation that has to do Fallout 76. Not if I can help it. So <laughs> <laughs> I think this is kind of where we're going to end the episode for today. <laughs> So
0: if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're listening to this podcast on any of our providers, whether it be Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, or even Spotify,
1: also be sure to check out our YouTube channels. We have a lot of great content on there as well. Don't forget to head on over to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and any of the other social media listed down below. Check out our Discord channel so you can talk with the Ready Comics Roll crew and other rollers, and you can tell us what's going on on games like 76 and others that you're playing.
2: Follow us on Twitch for random live streams throughout the week. If you'd like to help us grow, head over to Patreon and become a supporter today.